The king said unto Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in an house of cedar, but the ark of God dwelleth within curtains. 2 Samuel 7.2 Dear Heavenly Father, You call our bodies a living temple. Therefore, as I meditate on David and his heart in 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles, I have now decided to make sure that my body will be a temple that is built to house your presence. I declare that health and wholeness is my focus. I declare that I now have the mindset to get into the best shape of my life. My body is an instrument that is used to bring your love and glory to everyone I meet. Therefore, I will be diligent to avoid anything that would hurt and hinder my ability to live out my purpose and destiny. Thank you, Jesus, that through you and your sacrifice, I now contain the power to overcome any obstacle that would stand in the way of my health. As I take care of my mind, body, and soul, I thank you, God, that you can see that I am trustworthy enough to honor the body and life you've given me. Through this trust, you will continue to not only bless me, but also allow my decision to prioritize health to bless my legacy. I decree that my body is the temple of the Lord, and I will do whatever is necessary to make sure that God can keep using me to build a kingdom that lasts. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com A kingdom that lasts. In our last story, we learned about David returning the Ark of the Covenant home to the people of Israel. Music, singing, and dancing filled the air as the Ark made its way down to the city of Jerusalem. However, the revelry was quickly replaced by fear as Uzzah was struck down when he touched the Ark. David questioned God's goodness, but pressed into God through his doubt. When the ark finally returned to Israel, David leapt for joy and danced among the people. He took off his kingly robes, which angered his wife. However, David would not be embarrassed to show his love for God. Now we are introduced to a new prophet by the name of Nathan. He would prove as a voice of encouragement, prophecy, and correction for David for years to come. And David, with a heart that loves God, leads the people of Israel into more prosperity and victory. Inspired by 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. 
It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. In our previous story, we heard how David moved the ark to Israel into the city of David where it belonged. Though it wasn't an easy task, and because David had set about it in the wrong way at first, a man died. But the ark eventually made its way to Israel, where David danced before the Lord without shame. His own wife, Michael, disapproved, but David made it clear he was worshiping God. Today, we will meet a new prophet, a man named Nathan, who will both encourage and challenge David in the years to come. God will speak through Nathan to guide and correct David, who will lead God's people with a righteous heart that seeks the Lord always. God will bless Israel with victory and prosperity under this king who had a heart for God. Listen now to today's scripture. David arose from his bed early in the morning. The musk of cedar and spring flowers filled the room as a soft light trickled through the windows. David walked from his bed towards the window and leaned over. He breathed in the crisp morning air and let the new sun warm his face. He looked around the outside of his home. There were gardens, trees, and wildflowers lacing the property. Across the way was a hall for him to meet with the elders and his mighty men. Growing up as a shepherd boy, David would have never fathomed living like a king. David looked back at his room. Beautiful cedar beams held up the high ceilings. He observed them closely. David tilted his head and pressed his lips together, seeing how the large beams were constructed like pieces of art. Then, in an instant, David's eyes widened. David put on his shirt and robe and ran outside towards the meeting hall. David burst through the doors with a smile on his face. Nathan, the prophet, was there, as he often was if the king needed counsel. Nathan! David shouted as he hugged him. Nathan smiled in return wondering what had put David in such a good mood. David leaned in close as he spoke, saying, Look at this beautiful home I have. I dwell in a house of cedar, fortified and filled with beauty. Yet the ark of God is outside, dwelling in a tent. David waved his arms towards the outside and put his hands on his head. Why wouldn't the Lord be deserving of a beautiful home? Nathan stroked his beard and pondered David's words. He shrugged his shoulders with a grin and said, Do all that is in your heart, my king. The Lord is with you. So David wasted no time in beginning the plans to build God a temple, a home so magnificent and glorious that the whole world would awe at the sight of it. That night, 
Nathan was praying to the Lord on David's behalf. The prophet kneeled at the side of his bed, considering the home David desired to create for God. Then, in the quiet, God spoke to Nathan, saying, Go and say these things to David. I have not lived in a house since the day I saved the people of Israel from Egypt. I have been moving among my people in a tent. In all their history I have not asked for a dwelling place, nor have I complained. Yet here you are, David, prepared to build for me a temple. I remember taking you from the pasture among your sheep. I have been with you everywhere you have went. I have cut off every enemy that pursues you. I will make you great in all the earth, and I will set your son up after you. When he sins, I shall not depart from him like I did Saul, nor will I leave you for all the days of your life. Nathan held these words like precious jewels and presented them to David the next morning. David sang and was glad. This interaction between David and God truly showed why David was chosen to be king. David was passionate after pleasing the heart of God. He was still flawed and deeply naive in many ways, yet his heart sought to cling to God's as Jacob once did many years prior. Together, David and God shepherded the people of Israel into an era of prosperity and growth. As God gave David strength as a shepherd to defeat lions and wolves, so he gave David the strength to protect the people of Israel. David rose up against the Philistines and completely subdued them and took one of their capitals. After this, he defeated the kingdom of Moab, and the Moabites served Israel and prospered as a result. David also thwarted the king of Zobah in a fierce battle. The two kings clashed over control of the Euphrates. He took from him 1,700 horsemen and 20,000 soldiers. When the Syrians came to King Zobah's aid, David and his mighty men struck them down with a mighty blow. Many other kings sought to destroy David but ended up crushed by the power of God. David reigned over the land with strength and mercy. With each victory, the small and helpless nation of Israel rose to a place of prominence and influence. Yet David was not just a mighty warrior. Each week, he would lead the congregation in worship, singing his psalms before the people, drawing them closer to the presence of God. He would write songs of God's goodness, power, salvation, and joy. He taught the people how to be honest before God while showing him reverence. Slowly, David's heart for God began to translate onto the people of Israel. The once far-off, rebellious, and fickle people of Israel were finally pursuing the Lord once again. As we begin today's story, we are introduced to a new character, the prophet Nathan. It has been years since God has spoken through the prophet Samuel, and now there is a new man called to bring God's prophetic word to his people and to King David. Nathan and David will form a strong bond of trust over many years. And in today's story, we find David seeking Nathan for counsel on an issue very close to his heart. As king, David lives in a palatial home with all the comforts and luxuries of a king. And yet, as he looks at the ark and where it is kept, a tent, he knows that this is not right. God's presence deserves a home fit for a king, a heavenly king, something beautiful and permanent, a temple that would catch the eye of all who would see it. 
So David tells Nathan that he wants to build a home, a temple for God, and Nathan gives his blessing to David, knowing the king's heart is right where it belongs. I imagine David is like a small child with excitement as he draws up the plans to honor God with a temple. Nathan, for his part, took the request to the Lord in prayer to confirm that his guidance to David was correct. God was pleased by David's desire to build a temple. For generations, God had moved with the Israelites, a nomad like them, dwelling in temporary houses in the wilderness, going from place to place. But now, as his plan was unfolding and the man who pursued his heart was leading his people, God would provide a permanent home that the world, all the world, could see. Listen to what God says to Nathan in 2 Samuel 7. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. I will be to him like a father, and he shall be to me like a son. When he commits iniquity, I will discipline him with the rod of men, with the stripes of the sons of men, but my steadfast love will not depart from him. These words are specifically about David, but they reflect a desire for God's relationship with each one of us. Our Father in heaven wants us to walk with him as his children. David's primary interest was not for the power of a king or the position or the recognition. That was what was in Saul's heart, and it led him on a destructive path. David's desire was to honor God, to be near to him, and show him love, reverence, and lavish generosity. And for this, God blessed both David and the nation of Israel. He led the nation to many victories and battles against other nations, and with every victory, David gave glory to God and made his name known throughout the earth. Dear God, we thank you that you are our Father and we are your children through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thank you for the privilege of knowing you and loving you, serving you, and following you. May we always confess our sins and find forgiveness. And may we always live in obedience to you. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study a priority in your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love or know. And by sharing this podcast, we can get the Word of God to the world. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for Christian living, be sure to visit jackgraham.org. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
over 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.